and welcome the freak back. Um, this is Speak On It. I'm Julia. I'm Emily. And we are back from a really, really long hiatus. I mean, most of our posting sessions are really long hiatuses, but we probably, you heard us like la- like last week, maybe. I honestly don't know when we last posted, but we recorded like four weeks ago. We recorded like a month ago. So we actually haven't done this in a while and we have a lot to catch up on. Um, Emily, how was your time since the last recording? Um, you know, it's been a wild ride. I started classes. Yesterday, I spent, like, basically from 10.15 till 5.30 on Zoom calls, like, between advising and actual class. And, yeah, I'm just not sure if I'm about that life, but it's 2020, and that's where we're at. Um, how have you been? Oh, man, I have done a lot of things in the past last time that we (laughs) since we filmed uh, or recorded. Let's see. I wrote them all down. Um, First of all, I listened to our recording the last episode with my mom and my mom has asked me to make a couple revisions in the part where I said that I could get three child support payments. My mom has informed me that child support does not work like that. (laughs) Apparently, I would have to take a paternity test, not me, my kid, would have to take a paternity test, and then I would get one child support payment. Also, in the part where I was talking about the WAGs, my mom would like me to uh, amend that they do not do nothing because they are women and they're mothers, and they are also business people, and they're juggling like making a home for their man and their family, which I agree is not nothing. I just meant that they, uh, most of them do, honestly, they all have jobs. Like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> I don't want to dig myself into a deeper hole. But other than that, she thought it was really funny. Um, I also went on a juice cleanse. <laughs> what on earth? I, I haven't told you about this, I think. I went on a juice cleanse. Um, it was really, really intense. I would say there were six juices and a solid two out of six were nasty and undrinkable. So (laughs) I, I drank them anyways, because I was really hungry, but honestly, I did feel a lot better. Like, but to be fair, I ate pizza and ice cream the day before and I'm lactose intolerant. So anything (laughs) that isn't that would probably have made me feel better. Anyways, um, some updates on my recommendations that I talked about getting off Amazon. My back brace is working great. I wear it every single day for an hour. And honestly, I feel like my posture is getting better. And my tongue scrapers are fire. I love them. I think everyone should get them. I tongue scrape every single day, honestly, twice a day. It's becoming sort of an issue because I love tongue scraping because I honestly believe it makes me taste things better. Um, what else? Oh, Emily, I have to confront you about something. I'm I'm taking this really seriously, and I feel like this might be a huge roadblock in our friendship. Oh, boy. So, (laughs) way back when, I don't even know when this happened, Taylor Swift's Folklore came out. Yes. And I confided in you that I didn't like it. No offense to Taylor Swift. It's just not for me. I think she's a wonderful storyteller and wonderful artist. It just wasn't for me. And I confided in you that (laughs) I didn't like it. And you said, 
oh yeah i don't like it either it's kind of not for me <laughs> and then i catch you adding the whole album to not one but multiple spotify playlists and okay i look I, okay. I don't know if i can look at you the same way so here's the deal i think it's like good coffee house music if that makes sense so like the one playlist I added it to is because I don't want to actually care or pay attention to the words that are playing I just need it to like fill in background noise I do like it better than her other music which is saying something for me but I think what does still kind of annoy me about it sometimes and why I wouldn't put it on the same level is like a Lana Del Rey album or which by the way we're supposed to be getting a new one I'm psyched or a Phoebe Bridgers album or like any other album that I'm really passionate about I wouldn't put it on that level because I feel like it's trying to be like indie folk music and you can't be trying to be indie folk music like it's too on the nose but it works for like me being able to tune it out and work if that makes sense I can I can stand behind that because it coincides with my opinion that that whole album is basically white noise yeah they all sound the same (laughs) I know okay I can get behind that I we can be friends (laughs) it's not like a bad sound they just all sound the same like it's like it's like all of the Victoria's Secret scents like they all (laughs) smell good but they don't smell different yeah like what a great analogy Although I do have a favorite uh, Victoria's Secret Pink scent, and I do have a favorite song from that album, uh, that would be Fresh and Clean and Betty. I I agree. I like Betty. I think what was the other? I can't remember now. Why am I blanking on that? Oh, this is me trying just because I feel like that title alone. I'm like, I just want to, if someone comes up to me, I just want to hold up a card that says this is me trying. Like, I appreciate yeah. the vibe of that song. My... I hate to say this, but like, okay, I honestly all the rest of them sound the same to me, so they can all go like in the other one, in the in the other bin, in the other bin. There's one song I like, and then there's the other. (laughs) Like the last three songs on that album are honestly indistinguishable for me. Indistinguishable. I don't know how to say that word right now. Um, I can't tell them apart from each other, and none of them sound very interesting to me. Like, I know everyone is, like, peeing themselves over illicit affairs or, like, whatever. I d- couldn't even tell you which one that is. What's the other one? Oh, I don't really like, um, it's, like, the main one. Cardigan? Cardigan? I don't really I don't like, like it that either. one. I don't think it's, like, vintage tea something. Yeah. Something. I was, like, okay. And then she came out with a cardigan. And I was, like, hello? Like, just give us a sweatshirt, sis. Yeah, it's a little too on the nose. Plus, I thought Cardigan was, like, an open sweater. And the one she gave people was, like, a sweater. Yeah. I got confused. You know, this is all saying, I do love Taylor Swift. I I really, really do like her. This just isn't for me. Like, I know it's for others, and but it's just not for me. I like some of her music, but as someone that, like, does like folk and indie music, it was just, like, too on the nose. Like, and it was weird to me that she got, she like works with the same producer that works with other like more indie people that I feel like they were probably just like, okay, what have you used in these other albums? Like, let's throw all these common things in there. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, There's it, something it, about it that's too accurate indie for me. It felt to me like she was like, hey, I kind of want to dip my foot into this other industry. And everyone just said yes because she's like Taylor Swift. I mean, she's obviously... I I don't mean to be dumping on Taylor Swift. I really, really do love her. <laughs> but I don't know. It just didn't feel really authentic to me. It felt like to me the uh, the indie equivalent of the reputation or the reputation album you know sure i don't know honestly i really don't want to get canceled for this i know madison loves taylor swift and i don't want to get i don't want to cut her out because of this i can (laughs) what i will give props to taylor swift for though is like if you're gonna work with people that work in alternative music she worked with the right ones like she didn't work with anyone problematic because there are a ton of those out there she like worked with the guy from the national which like props wow impressive like I respect that when she went all into this project she like got the goods like she went for the gold she really said a Boney Bear uh collaboration exactly that alone she really said that wow yeah. yeah, if she had collabed with, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, some indie artist that's, like, not indie anymore. Uh, I don't know. I honestly... Did she ever collab with Tame Impala? No, but you know what I discovered the other day? This is, like, okay, because I've been getting really into Tame Impala recently, and my favorite song of theirs is New Person, Same Old Mistakes, but Rihanna covered that song. It's so good. It's so good. It's literally just like her voice on the same exact track, but oh. it is so good. And I was like, oh my God, the world I needs would to know. Sell my soul just for her to drop one new song and it's just her singing her grocery list. I swear to God. Like, <laughs> I would sell my entire life for just one new Rihanna song. Like, believe it with party next door just wasn't enough for me i'm like i'm a really big rihanna stan but that's just me (laughs) yeah um sorry go ahead oh no go for it (laughs) okay have i okay thank you blythe for this i got so into how do you say it hosier hosier oh yes love him oh my god i that okay the album that Take Me to Church is on is delightful. It is really, really wonderful. And Blythe told me, she was like, Julia, just one day at night, go drive around and blast that. And she's like, it sends you to the astral plane. It truly and does. And I was like, shoot, might have to. Yeah. I also like, I don't think this is his a Wasteland Baby, which is like a different album. Mm-hmm. I love that album. Like, I think it's a great one. It's it up really there with the greats. Who else? Okay. Wait, hold Wait, on. Sorry, There's no. something I wanted to ask you about because I on some playlist or something. Oh, Gus Dapperton. Oh, questions. Yeah. So he like released an album recently and I was listening to it and I don't really like understand what the heck he's talking about in any of his songs, but I like the way they sound. But yeah. then I looked on Pitchfork and they gave it like a not good rating. So I was curious what your thoughts on him are. Okay. I have not listened to Orca, his new album. I've not listened to it yet. I really like Where Poly People Go to Read. I like that album a lot. 
but only like a couple songs off it like I like um the two that I have on here that I listen to a lot are Prune You Talk Funny and Roadhead (laughs) (laughs) I just love the like kind of disco electronic like kind of sad kind of dreamy kind of like druggy I don't know it's the vibes are good I have no idea what he's saying um yeah literally none yeah like I just like the sound like I feel like it's an interesting sound I agree I also do agree though like in the review that I was reading they're like I have no clue who this person is or what he is singing about and I was like honestly same I know I appreciate it I have no clue what's going on though oh yeah like I love it but I don't know also okay can we talk about something maybe it's just something that I experienced because I am not god tier Spotify like you (laughs) when I when I look on my Spotify and I see like my the friends listening tab I feel so ashamed of my Spotify taste because I'm like I'm just listening to stuff I like you know and then you have all of these kids like on the side like all of our friends to be fair like I'm not trying to shame them I love them but they're all like going so deep into alt Spotify and listening to like people I have no idea who it is and like I honestly feel ashamed of my music taste because people have shamed me for it before I don't think you should feel ashamed, though, because, like, I have, like, my playlists that are, like, oh, wow, she's organized. But my liked songs that I'll, like, go through the most recent ones, I've been listening to I Drove All Night by Celine Dion, like, twice <laughs> a day for a week. So, like, really? really, I think it depends on the time you, like, check on me because I am sometimes listening to some way strange stuff. <laughs> for you it's always like um I don't know it's always one of your really artsy podcasts <laughs> or your really artsy playlist sorry yeah I think that's more recently because I've just been like I need to do stuff I need to not mm-hmm. be obsessing over because what I'll do is I'll literally waste like 30 minutes if I don't just put on a playlist of like trying to queue up songs to listen to it's a mess it's a nightmare but it's how I live my life let me tell you though this is I've told you this before but I'm gonna say it publicly because I really feel like it deserves recognition are we going to prom or to hell (laughs) is the best playlist you have ever made the best one it's so good I feel so incredibly honored the one thing that does frustrate me about that playlist though is I was trying to do it like in order of what happens but then I realized I was doing it in order of what happens in the musical, not in the movie. So I, I kind of gave up on that. I have to reorder it a little bit, but it's okay. Songs are still good. Is it a different plot? Like It's not a different plot. It's just like, it's hard to explain. Cause I don't know. We don't need to get too deep into Heather's musical. But like, <laughs> okay. I was kind of like basing it around the songs in there at some point. But then I was like, they don't sing songs in the movie, so that's dumb. Though I refuse to let myself put any of the musical songs on the playlist. Like, that's too far for me. Yeah. Oh, here's another thing we can talk about. How do you feel about movies being turned into musicals? Like, is that something they should do? Like, I, I'm all good with musicals being turned into movies. 
I don't think I feel very strongly about this. I don't think that mu- that movies should be turned into musicals ever. Uh, I actually kind of disagree because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like some of my favorite musicals to listen to, like the Legally Blonde, the musical soundtrack. If it's like 11 p.m. and I'm like, you got stuff to do. You put on what you want and you just start going. Like, I find that soundtrack to be really motivating, but that could just be my devotion to Legally Blonde in general. So I'm not sure. But I don't really see the harm in turning movies into musicals unless they flop and it's just really sad for everyone involved and I feel bad for them. But yeah, I don't really see an issue. Okay, that makes sense because my only experience with that is the Very Potter musical. Oh my god. <laughs> the Harry Potter musical series and the Percy Jackson musical. Oh my god. <laughs> Which I I both feel very passionately that they should never, ever, ever have been like made to see the light of day. Those ones I, I agree I, with you. I, I feel very strongly about that. I think there's certain things that, like, shouldn't be turned into a musical. Like, I'm not sure if this is the right word to describe it, but Legally Blonde is already kind of, like, campy and, like, parts of it are dumb and you just go in there knowing it. And, like, that's, those elements work well with a musical. Or, like, Heather's, how it's, like, there's dark humor, like, it's a little offbeat. That works well. You could even argue, like, Mean Girls a little bit, I guess, is in that same realm. But if you take something that's about, like, Greek mythology and you're like, here's a musical, like, that, no, no. I feel like the common denominator is that, like, all those things that are successful musicals don't take themselves too seriously in the first place. Yeah. Like, obviously, Mean Girls isn't meant to be, like, realistic and, like, inspiring or whatever. And, like, Legally Blonde already has that, like, level of camp that most musicals already have. But, like, with Harry Potter... Harry Potter has themes of war and, like, racism in it. (laughs) Like, I don't know if that needs to be translated in that way. Yeah, you don't need to, like, try and make a serious musical. I feel like if people are going to see a musical, that's not what they're there for. Like, they're there to be immersed in this world of nonsense. And that doesn't work if you're, like, going to start singing about magic. I don't know. Honestly. All right, I have a couple fun little discussion questions for our seminar today. Oh, God, don't give me war flashbacks. (laughs) I hated that the moment I said it. Um, (laughs) These are questions that I feel like are fun to talk about. I don't know. I was in, like, a lovey mood when I was, like, writing these down. The first one, the first, like, one slash two that I have for you are, do you believe in love at first sight and soulmates? um love and first sight sort of like I feel like you can get a premonition if you see someone like oh this is gonna go somewhere but I don't think I believe in soulmates because logistically like that is ridiculous because I was reading this thing where it was like you only most people in a pre-covid era which is really saying something you go to like the five same places and then you like don't really branch out except for a couple times a year like statistically that's just what happens so I feel like it's ridiculous to be like, I have one person out there and that's my person. Like, no, if they're in, like, France, I'm not going to find that one person and I can't go everywhere. So I feel like I don't think it's really a thing. I think you could probably, like, get along well with someone, but I don't think there's, like, 
one person, you're going to find them. Okay. I, like, almost have the opposite view. I don't think that love at first sight exists. Like, I feel like you can obviously be, like, attracted to someone when you see them. But I don't think that there's, like, I'm literally going to marry this person. Like, I don't think about, I don't think that exists. But I do believe in soulmates. And let me tell you why. Like, I don't believe in, like, the one person for you or whatever. I feel like there are definitely, like, multiple. Like, you can definitely have multiple soulmates. And I feel like that, like, half of them are friends. Yeah. Like, have you ever had a friend that, like, basically, like, is you or, like, goes, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But you, like, feel like you're just meant to go through life together. Mm-hmm. But, like, platonically. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I get what you're, you're saying. You're just, like, I vibe with that. Yeah. Um, the second question I have is, this is deep. What do you think qualifies as cheating? Qualifies as cheating? Okay, well, yeah. first of all, I saw this thing. What I think it was on Instagram where, like, someone got sent a bouquet of flowers and the card said, like, sorry for liking that other girl's picture. That is not cheating. That is stupid. Yeah. I think, like, if you're doing anything physical with someone else, that's cheating. And if you're, like, I don't know, texting them romantically is how I'm going to put it. That's cheating. Yeah. Or, like, messaging with someone. Like, you can, like, message with someone else outside their relationship, obviously, if it gets to, like, a more lovey-dovey level than that's cheating, in my opinion. Yeah, but I feel like that begs the question, like, what do you think about, um, like, quote-unquote emotional cheating? Like, do you think that exists? I mean, well, it ex- I feel like it exists, but, like, is it cheating? I feel like it exists, but I'm not sure I'd call it cheating because I feel like that's more of, like, an uncontrollable thing. Like, if you start to feel an yeah. emotional connection with another human being... I wouldn't say that's cheating. I'd say it's, like, a little disrespectful if you let the relationship you're in keep going when you're, like, completely tuned out of it. But I'm not sure I'd put it in the same category as cheating because you're not, like, I feel like most of the time it's not on purpose. I don't know. Yeah, cheating, I feel like, makes a choice. Yeah. Cheating is a choice. (laughs) We should preface this. We literally have no experience at all. I... I'm talking from my experience. I have no experience at all with any of this. I'm so sorry. We're giving terrible advice, probably. Yeah, no, we're giving advice based on, like, TV shows. No, because I feel like I'm trying to think, when, what was one, like, thing of cheating that really tried, like, that, like, triggered me on TV? Okay, well, since I'm watching Gilmore Girls again, I'm just going to put it out there. Rory should not have slept with Dean when he was married. That was cheating. I don't care if they were dating before. I don't care if you think they're soulmates. That was cheating. Also, Jess deserved better. Team Jess till I die. That's my Gilmore Girls minute. He really did. And I don't even watch the show. Yeah, exactly. I just can tell. Exactly. Just by his vibe. Yeah, the vibe that he has. Like, I don't even need to watch a show to know that he deserved better. Like, he is dressed like someone that deserves better. Oh my god. Well, I didn't even watch the whole, like, revival thing that happened. All I did was, like, can I spoil it for you? Because, like, you're not gonna watch it, right? Okay, 
spoiler alert for those of you that are going to watch that trash revival basically at the end Rory's like I'm pregnant and like the only person she's really been with is Logan or this guy in a Wookiee suit it's a long story it's a complicated story but in my little brain I like to believe that like she's secretly gonna end up with Jess even though that's like the least probable out of all her potential suitors but yeah that's my little fantasy I just pretend it happened off screen and now they're happily together forever you know what I feel like that if if that's what floats your boat I was looking for it in my I was like toots your boot never mind um (laughs) if that's what floats your boat just go with it I feel like that's like I do that all the time I was thinking about this I have a I have a lot of mixed feelings about Scandal and Fitz and Olivia because technically Fitz is the president and he's married but also I love them together (laughs) I haven't I've like only seen like an episode my mom was watching but I kind of like you know I've gleaned the basic gist from BuzzFeed or whatever and like I kind of get what you're saying. I feel like there's instances in TV where, like, but they're meant to be. Like, yeah, he like, put aside all morals. <laughs> but he's also, like, Mel- Melly deserved by his wife. Melly, oh my god. Okay, spoiler alert for Scandal. They divorce, and Melly becomes the president after him. Oh, wow. Iconic. And I was like, yes, mama. Like, go like you she said like I'm gonna be the president she really said I'm gonna move on watch me oh my god she really said anything you can do I can do bleeding <laughs> like oh what a queen I love that life I remember in that Tina Fey book I was telling you about they were basically talking about how, like, they went to go and try and convince Monica Lewinsky to be on SNL for some reason. Like, oh, yeah, the I whole heard thing... this part. Yeah, when the whole thing happened, and then she, like, taught her how to put on eye cream. I was like, what an absurd yes. interaction. And she thinks of Monica every time she puts on eye yeah. cream. I love that. I didn't get to finish that, but I got to the part about the cruise. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> And I feel like that's something that would happen to me. I don't know. And, like, the SNL peeing in jars thing. Oh, that grossed me out. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to be on (laughs) SNL. I feel like the part where she was talking about after the cruise when they were on the plane and she was like, everyone else around her was anxious because they all went on a cruise so they wouldn't have to go on a plane. And she just thought it was, like, hilarious and she was trying to not laugh. That's me in literally any situation where everyone else is freaking out. Like, I'm like, yeah. do you not see how funny this is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Why don't we talk about our spirals today? Oh, boy. You mean how I'm... I, d- I don't even know. I honestly think I went into a trance, a fog of sorts. Okay. What happened? Like... Are you good? Honestly, can't pinpoint it. So basically, I was thinking, how do I phrase this in an accurate way? So the area that I'm going to school in, I was like, okay, I could potentially see myself like actually living there and working there because it's like 
near a city and that's like a good job environment but then I was thinking I was like well I'm never gonna get that like small town like feel like I've basically limited myself to the west coast here like I've maybe potentially like wasted an opportunity to live somewhere else so at first I started out very rationally I was like okay well then I could go to like graduate or law school in like a different area then because I'm the type of person that when I freak out I start researching things because I think it will reassure me it never does but like I always think it will so I started researching I'm like okay here's these ones that are like in smaller towns in these areas then I was like researching I don't even remember I looked up so many different universities I got like this book that my dad got me like the summer before senior year about like different small colleges and I was like looking at those I was like okay well maybe if I went here then I could like go to law school in the area I'm supposed to go to college in so that I could like be said I don't know I'm like an over planner to an extreme so I like went off a deep dive because if I can't envision myself like what I'm doing in five years with corona that's really hard to do but like it sends me into a spiral where I'm like what am I even doing here like what is going on so that's what happened to me I ended up like looking up all these universities and everything and going insane and I was like why am I even doing this I don't understand so yeah I need to work on my being flexible and not having to plan every little thing because it leads me to spending three hours on Google but how was your fun little spiral moment (laughs) well okay let me preface this by telling you all something you probably already all know. I am very emotionally scarred. (laughs) Okay, so I was, I'm having a little bit of trouble. Like, I don't know, emotionally, spiritually, viably, I don't know. I'm having a little bit of trouble, like, getting used to the idea of, like, getting it, like, doing quote-unquote college from far away from a place that's not here because I hear that like the first quarter of college is like when you should get all involved in stuff and I would like to be successful I would consider myself to be like a very career oriented like I really want to like climb the career ladder ladder and like pursue my dreams and yada yada sparkle sparkle you know mm-hmm. um, and everyone keeps telling me like I need to get involved as soon as I can so I can have a lot of experience and get involved in all these places but then I spiraled because all these places that I'm trying to get experience in require experience for me to apply which is annoying because I don't have any experience and then I worried if I don't get involved now I'm literally gonna waste like four years of my life doing something that like I don't even know if I want to do and I wasted all this experience on something I don't even want to do and I spiraled going back to my emotional scars because (laughs) that's not what I did in high school like I would say I jumped into high school like junior year for sure maybe end of sophomore year and I thought that was good enough but all of these kids like that are going to crazy like ivies or whatever and like are quote-unquote more successful than I quote-unquote I'm saying that very very loosely because I feel like I'm pretty successful and I'm honestly happy with it you are but they jumped in like in eighth grade and I was already behind because I didn't have the resources to take calculus in eighth grade so 
I was already behind and I was like, shoot, if I had maybe gotten involved earlier, then I maybe should have like, I could have gone to a better school or whatever. Honestly, I love you. I can't say that. <laughs> that was such I a love, good save. <laughs> I, I love my school so much. I really do. And I there's no place I'd rather be. But it like emotionally scarred me that like if there's a career or a job that I really want to go into and I don't get started today, yeah. today, um, what day is it? September 23rd, 2020 then I will literally fail and I will not make enough money to have children. And it's so hard to get involved when I'm over Zoom because I want to get involved like right now, but there's nothing to do. So I spiraled because I'm like, because coronavirus is here and I am not involved in 25 clubs at this very moment, I will not have a retirement fund. I like high key relate to that. I think the one comforting thing, because like I had a similar experience where it actually is like our opportunity to get involved right now, but like the things I want to get involved in, they're either like not responding or like, I don't know. I was having all sorts of these issues, but I feel like everyone's kind of in the same boat because like we're all spread across the map, no matter what school you're at. Like we're all like class of 2024 for college. We're we're going through it like high key. All of us. So that was kind of comforting. But I also like wanted to bring this up to you and see what you think about this. Cause I feel like that sense of like, oh my God, I haven't done 45 million things. Like by the time I even started high school, I think that's such a thing, like an aspect true to where we live and where we grew up. Absolutely. <laughs> it really is. And I was talking to, who was I talking to about this? I don't know who I was talking to, but I was saying like, the amount of competition here like made all of us grow up a little too fast I feel like and I low-key hate that about where we are but yeah 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 because it's like I was talking to my cousin in Texas and I was like hey like what type stuff are you doing like he's my distant cousin so like we don't know each other that well we haven't seen each other in a while so we're catching up and he's like a year younger than me and I was like hey like what type of stuff are you doing like what's your GPA like what are you thinking about for because I was asking about his college and he was asking me for advice and I was like okay like what's your GPA and whatever he's like oh it's like a 4.1 and I was like oh legit like that's pretty good and he was like <laughs> oh yeah like I'm like in the top five percent of my class oh my god could and I be was like hello and he was like, yeah. oh, and I was like, oh, what do you do outside of school? And he's like, oh, I'm like in marching band and I like do robotics and stuff. And I was like, okay, sick. Like, and he was like, oh, yeah, like that's it. Like, I don't really do any clubs or anything. I was like, bro, if you like, if you, if he was in the Bay Area, he would literally be going to like, I don't know. I love that man. But um, it's so weird that like, oh, wait. I just said where we are. Everyone knows where we are. Like, it couldn't be anywhere other than the Bay Area, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, a pressure cooker. That's why, literally, like, if I ever... I always run into this quandary that, like, you were kind of hinting at. It's, like, the whole, like, if you were to have kids, like, what would you do? Like, I do the same thing with planning where I'm, like, here's the issue. I want to be a successful, like, attorney, like... I want to be doing my job like I don't think I could ever be the type of person to just like 
stay at home and take care of my children if I had them. Like, I respect people who can do that so much. Literally couldn't be me because I would lose my mind. But then I also run into this thing of, like, if I were to have children, I don't think I'd want to live in an area like the Bay Area. Like, I would want to live somewhere where it's, like, small town. Like, do what you want. Like, have fun. Like, don't be stressed about stuff when you're, like, eight years old. So I feel like it's such a weird dynamic and I hope by the time we're that age there will be like a way to have both career success and like not be in an insane environment at the same time because that and I would really like to just have the best of both worlds if I could possibly please yeah and like honestly a good half of my spiral was based on the fact that like if I want to live here at some point in my life like I think I would want to maybe to settle down here. I don't know. This is just my thought as of right now. But if I'm going to do that, I'm going to need so much money. Like, I'm going to need a lot of money. Because it's so darn expensive to live here. And I'm like, shoot, it's expensive to have a kid. Let alone, like, the 12 that I want. Just kidding. No. Oh, God. Um... (laughs) just like having one kid is expensive and then like having one kid here like I need to be so successful and like so loaded because like it's long story short it's so darn expensive to live here um there's way too expensive there's one thing I was going to talk to you about um about school but I forgot what it was I keep losing my train of thought I don't even know where I am right now I don't even know what's... I'm existing, like, on a plane outside of the world right now. Well, kind of going off of, like, what you were saying about, like, trying to figure out where you want to sell down. It's so expensive here. Do you remember in that economics class we took where she was like, okay, you want to live, you want to be alive, you got to start saving when you're 18. Like, you open up one of these bad boys, like, this is how you get money. And I was like, why do we live in a society where I have to start, like saving for my retirement at 18 I know and like a good good amount of it is gonna like the money I earn is gonna be for debt so literally student loans (laughs) it'll be a good time I love I really do (laughs) I saw something that was like because there's some website that we also looked at in that class that I don't remember what the name of it is but you could basically watch the United States debt go up oh yeah and someone was like worry about your own debt sis like don't be telling me to pay back my student loans and I was like that's the real tea like if you can't even get your own self in order United States what are you doing telling me to pay you like I can't bro let me try to find this train of thought it was a really hard-hitting question too (laughs) I'm trying to think if I had anything else, you know, to breach about this lovely topic. I also legitimately couldn't tell you whether my sudden compulsive need to live in, like, Wisconsin or Massachusetts or Connecticut was brought on by, like, an actual desire or too much Gilmore Girls. Honestly, that's the real question. Oh, (laughs) my favorite conversation of ours that we've had in the past couple days is, do I like him or does he just have curly hair? I need to know. Like I have questions. I feel like that's a struggle that a lot of girls deal with. Yeah. Like, I also feel like maybe our 
generation will be like barren for a couple of years because we're not gonna have seen anyone in like honestly six yeah. months also figuring out if i still believe that jess mariana was the blueprint for timothy chalamet he really honestly he really was they talk the same i've been watching the episodes and i'm like they literally speak the same it's the exact same wait did i send you that video of timothy versus timmy yes i yes you did i can't stop watching it it goes uh, it's like um i forgot the song that i'm sorry miss lawton (laughs) (laughs) it's so good anyone who isn't like thoroughly engrossed in the world of timothy chalamet at this point is like what is wrong with these people are they okay if if you're not a timmy stan you won't get it oh my god i just thought of something um the other day i told my mom who my celebrity crush was and she won't stop stop adding me about it really yeah she'll like go around the house and like just like she'll just find ways to drop it in and i'm like stop please i regret why'd you tell her just out of boredom that is so funny oh we were trying we were watching this like family trivia show and we were discussing our answers just in case like family trivia ever happened so that we could win got it like i don't want there to be any secrets that could like prevent us from getting money you know (laughs) but now i might regret it no now you're like there's no family trivia show there's no money just my mom embarrassing me no literally like i can't it's it's really really bad like i really don't like it (laughs) that's so funny i should have never done that look what you made me do mom i mean that was a choice i'll give it give that to you i i've come to realize something about myself i really sometimes i overthink before i do and then most times I definitely underthink. I've done that before where like I feel like I used to be very like guarded and like oh I won't say that like I'm a very private person and now I talk to someone for like 10 minutes I'm like you want my entire backstory hi. (laughs) No I know like me too I honestly feel like I'm a pretty open book same which is why I feel like whenever anyone like if you're playing like truth or dare you know in the world where that used to be a thing where you would get together or something yeah and people be like what's your secret I'm like I've told you everything I'm like I to be honest with you to be really really honest which I always am I feel like I don't have any like really really big secrets me either I'm like I'm boring why can't you people just accept this like, I'm actually genuinely trying to think right now. What are some really big secrets that I have? Yeah, I don't have any. Because if you talk to me for long enough, I'll run out of small talk topics. And I'll just tell you everything. Like Yeah, like, what do you want to know? Yeah, I also feel like my life is not the coming of age story that I would like it to be. Despite the like main character energy I'm trying to possess, you I'm really just it. not that interesting. Oh, thank you. I'm honored. You really, really if there's anyone that like really has main character energy, it's you. 
Like, oh, wow. I see all these people on, compliment. on Spotify trying to make their, like, little main character playlist. And I'm like, don't play. Like, like who are you? Like, No, I love that for people. But, like, I was like, like, everyone should be the main character of their own story. But some people are a little farther from it than others. Wait, is that mean? I mean, I don't think it's mean. I think there's, like... I don't know. There's different stories. We all can't be gunning for the same narrative. Yeah.